Hello and welcome to the Movie Lab, the show where we talk about movies and video games and all good nerdy things that we like. I'm your host, Michael, and on the other side of the microphone, joining me as always, is Damien. Hello. Hello, Damien. Hi. How you been, Michael? Good. You know, we're on iTunes now. Are we on iTunes Yes. Now? Where can you find us on iTunes now? Uh, on iTunes and all other places that you get your podcasts. I check because I, I usually use an app called Overcast, which is really good. And because um, the Apple iTunes podcast app is pretty bad. Um, so, yeah, I use Overcast and it's on there. So, any any app where you use to to get podcasts, you'll you'll be able to find us if you just search the Movie Lab podcast, which may be where you, why you're listening to us now. Very exciting. God, it took a long time. It did. Um, you know, and it was funny, I uploaded it, I don't know if you've checked, but, because uh, it uploaded, I uploaded a lot of content in one go, like pretty much everything we've done, and it seemed to have uploaded part of it, but not all of it, so since we've been doing the episodes numerically, rather than just doing, you know, a movie, single movie reviews, it uploaded episode one, four, and nine so I don't know okay. what happened to the others and I'm not really sure I'm not very good with all this stuff so I'm not really sure if we'll ever be able to get those on to iTunes and go back retrospectively but if you are interested in listening to any of those they're on SoundCloud so and they're on Twitter and they're on Facebook from where we posted them there so there you go we're on iTunes how good is that? that's pretty good yeah we're also on Radio Caram I keep forgetting to acknowledge our Radio Caram contingent so Thank you, listeners of Radio Caram. We get more downloads there than we do on our actual page. That's true. And, well, you know, they're the, they're the OGs, the originals. Yeah, they are. Yeah, because this was always, this was initially only on Radio Caram. Yeah. yeah. Been here since the beginning. Yep, that's right. Okay, okay. So, Damien, I have been, I've recently returned from Queensland. I just went on a little holiday for a week. No, for no, no occasion or anything like that. I went to Brisbane and I went to. Um, the Gold Coast. And the only reason I'm mentioning all of this is that I went to Warner Brothers Movie World for the first time. And I thought, you know, this is a movie-related podcast, so it was somewhat relevant. It's a movie world. I yeah. Mean, you know. Have you been there before? Um, no, I don't think I've been to Movie World, no. Yeah. It, I'd, I'd never been, as I said. It, it was fun. I actually had a really good time. And I was so on the fence about going in the first place. Even that day, I remember the morning thinking, and it was kind of on and off rain, and I thought, uh, I don't know if I really want to go. But I thought maybe the rain would keep people away, you know, right, like, yeah. so maybe you get really short lines because a lot of these theme parks, there's just lines, just incessant lines. You spend like 80% of your time waiting in lines. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to be like ready to like understand I'll have to wait like an hour or more for one thing. That's right. So I was I was sort of keeping away because of that. But in the end, I went and I'm really glad I went. It was bloody expensive. It was about, it was about $100 each. Jeez. Yeah, but you get access to everything, all the rides, I mean. And I'm not even a big rides guy. I thought I'm more there for the merch and, you know, just taking in the atmosphere and seeing you know, all the figurines and the right. the guys walking around, like, dressed up like Batman and things like that. I was more in it for that. I didn't really plan to go on any rides. And I did go on a few rides. In fact, I went on nearly every ride. Oh, wow. I, I, I was very surprised. Because when, when you walk in... And I'm sorry, I know this is a, an audio show, but I'm just going to show Damien a picture. And you can Google it if you want, if you really can be bothered. Um, there's the DC Rivals roller coaster, which is huge. It's here. It's that, I heard it was the biggest in the Southern Hemisphere. I'll show you a picture there. It's the one with the big Joker 
That is very big. Yeah, it's very big. Um, and I remember walking in thinking, what kind of lunatic would go on something like that? Like, why the hell? People would have a death wish or something. And I ended up going on it. Well, so, <laughs> I guess you I, have a death wish. But I built up to it. See, the first one, I, first of all, you walk in and there's a, a fountain of like, it looks like Mountain Dew. It's just like this, <laughs> yeah, it's like this lime, well, it's, I'm sure it's not fizzy, but it looked fizzy because it was bubbling. But um, it was this lime um, it, bubbling in as much as it was spurting from a fountain and like, you know, yeah. splashing into other water, making it bubble. But um, yeah, it was this lime fountain, which I thought was kind of cool. And then you go to the right and there's like a, a Harry Potter store. There's a Batman store. There's just a DC store. They're really big on the DC universe here. Um, you go and then there's this themed like bars, like there was Dirty Harry's Diner, <laughs> which had a really interesting menu because like you can get Dirty Harry's Beef Burger like, Ugh. Ugh, or <laughs> Dirty Harry's Fish Tacos. Like, I don't oh. want that. That sounds gross. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and then there was Gotham City Hall, which was basically just a food court as far as I could tell. But if you walk a little further, there are actually some really cool um, like DC figurines, like like, like life-size models of DC characters, like good ones, not just the ones from the movies. Like there was one of Bizarro and one of the Scarecrow as well and uh, Killer Croc. There was, uh, yeah, so there were some really cool ones and I got a photo with a couple of them. They were just models and, and they, you know, they talked and stuff. And, and Killer Croc was actually like bursting out of the ground oh, and holding cool. like a pipe. Like that was really cool. And, um, and Bizarro was standing on top of a car and, the, you know, the car was kind of like, um, you could see the bonnet was like crushed in under his foot. Like they really went to, to, to an effort to make it look kind of realistic. Okay, so, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. And then, yeah, the first ride we went on was the Scooby-Doo Spooky Coaster. I remember hearing about this a long time ago. Oh, so do I. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Like, oh, wow, that's still there. Yeah, I can't believe it's still there because that movie came out ages ago. Yeah. Anyway, so you can't... It's actually an indoor roller coaster, so you can't see what it looks like. But I thought, oh, Scooby-Doo, that sound, that's going to be pretty tame. And there were a lot of kids lining up and everything like that. And the line starts outside, and there was only like five people ahead of us. So this is really cool. Like This is like the shortest line ever. The rain certainly kept everyone away. And then you go in, and you see that there's a big snaking line inside. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, and while we're in the line, you could watch the movie. And I was like sort of sitting there like watching this Scooby-Doo movie, and I think, this is pretty crap. Like, it was actually... A, I remember at the time thinking it was... Have you seen it? The yeah. Scooby-Doo? Yeah. yeah. And there's a second one, wasn't there? There was. I never saw that. I think the second one is even worse. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, Jeez, the, the CGI on Scooby-Doo and the, the bad guys, those monsters, whatever they were, is... Uh, yeah, that has not yeah. aged very well at all. Anyway, so I get into the ride, and again, I can't see the ride. I can only see the carts coming in, like, and people get in them, and then they go off onto the right so I, I can't actually see what's what's going on in there right but i just assume that it's all very tame but i get on and the first thing that happens is you sort of you know you, you channel around and it's really loud like scooby-doo's like yelling and he's like <laughs> and um and you know you see ghosts and stuff like that and you're like oh you know this is, oh, spooky and then but then all of a sudden you stop and then you go up an elevator and 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 like um, and it starts getting darker, and uh, and and I just get this little, you know, you just sense that something really bad's coming. Yeah, and I just got that feeling, and all of a sudden we just stop. At we've gone up, I don't know how high, and we've just stopped, and then all of a sudden I hear like Ruby Dooby Doo, and then you you just we just flew 
backwards. And I was at the back of the car too. Like we flew backwards and down, like wow. into the darkness. And I just had this moment where I just like completely freaked out. And I was just like, oh, like, <laughs> like flying backwards into the dark. And we went and, and then like down and then up. And then finally it turned around. And then we were going around like um, these really sharp turns. And every time like I felt like I was going to fly out the side of the cart. And it was really loud in there. And like, the Scooby-Doo song was like, scooby dooby doo where are you? And it was <laughs> like, and there was like bashes and crashes. And I mean, we got to the end of it and I was like, I was kind of panting, to be honest. Like, that was that was messed up. I thought it was like a little kid's ride. And then I got off and there were, there were some other kids who had obviously gotten off just before me. And they were crying and like, <laughs> no, because you can't see it. So you don't know how bad it's going to be. But that part, flying backwards, that, that was horrifying. But... I did like that, even though it was terrifying, and I didn't. I don't know if I really enjoyed it. It did give me a little bit of confidence to start going on some of the other rides. Right. So the next one I went on was the Wild West one, which I think most people know that one. You're in kind of a boat, and at the end you come down like a slope, and it shoots out water, and you end up getting kind of wet from it. It's been there for a long, yeah. long time. Sounds anyway, familiar. yeah. So I went on that one, and it, you know, it was fun. Like you kind of, it did have a backwards part again, which I didn't really appreciate. But at least it was daytime, and I could see. It wasn't in the dark, and uh, and yeah. So you go up, and then you come down, and it, it sprays water everywhere, and it was fun. And I, you know, I came off, and one thing I kind of noticed was like I couldn't stop smiling. I, I actually had a really good time. So then I thought, okay, I'll go on a slightly more intense one. And this is where my girlfriend stopped going on it. Like this was too intense for her at this point. I went on this Superman one. Which was pretty full on. Like, you go really fast. Like, I, as fast as a roller coaster can go, I would think. And you, you go up and down, vertical and all this sort of stuff. Like, it, it's just like, it. yeah, it looked pretty insane. But, like, I noticed that it was pretty short. It was, I reckon it only went for, like, 20 seconds, right? right? So, I thought, okay, I'll go on that one. So, I went on it. And, and sure enough, like, you start off kind of slow. And, you know, they they do this little effect where, like, oh, you know... Um, Lex Luthor is it Lex Luthor? Uh, yeah, yeah. Lex Luthor has taken over such and such, and blah blah blah. Like we need Superman to save us, and all of a sudden, you know, oh, Superman's arrived, and then you hear Superman's voice, and he's actually there's a there's a model of Superman on the back of the card as if he's pushing it, which was kind of <laughs> cool. And Superman's like, "Don't worry, guys, I'll get you out of this one fast." And then all of a sudden, you just like launched forward with this tremendous speed, and you go up really high, and then down like vertically. And I was like, ah, like I was actually like I couldn't. It just came out of me. I started like yelling, but it was fun. So then I thought, well, I've already gone on that one, and I went on the Scooby Doo one, and I can't imagine it gets any worse than that. So I might as well go on this Joker one, which was. Uh, much higher and much longer. It goes for about a minute, which makes it... Again, I'm pretty sure I read it was the biggest one in the Southern Hemisphere. So I got on, and because I didn't get on with anyone else that I knew, because, again, my partner was like, no, I'm staying away from that, which is fair enough. And I I got on, and this little girl got on next to me. I don't know how old she was, maybe like eight. And we're all sitting there with the harness on, and I was making sure it was, like, locked tight. (laughs) And um and she was like, Have you been on this before? And I said, No. She's like I'm like, Have you been on it? She's like, Yeah, five times. I was like, Wow, like, you're braver than me. She's like, Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so but um it was actually really cool. Like we um we uh you go up slowly and and you go that's pretty much that picture I showed you with the big joker. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much the first thing you do and you fly down really, really quickly. There's a POV of it on YouTube if anyone's interested. And um and yeah, you're going up and you do like a corkscrew thing and 
it was scary. Like I can't say at in the moment I enjoyed it, but it was always after I got off yeah. the roller coaster coming off, I, I felt good. Like I felt like, wow, that was scary, but I did it and I felt kind of I felt pleased. So yeah. Right. Well that's that sounds very intense, but it was intense, so not for everybody, but if you are kind of even a little bit interested in that sort of thing, then I would definitely recommend it. It was expensive, but... Um, worth it? But worth it. Yeah, I had a good time. I, that was one of the highlights of my little holiday, so yeah, I enjoyed it. So that just a, like a day? It was a day, yeah. yeah we were there all day. day. Okay, yeah. yeah, it was fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll move on to other stuff. I'll stop talking about my holiday. Um, I saw a few movies recently. Uh, I saw, most notably, I saw Spider-Man Far From Home. Far From Home? What were your thoughts on that one? Well, have you seen it? No, I have not yet. Okay, well... I was meant to see it, but, um, you know, some people, they just don't commit to their plans, I guess. No. Well, including you, because you were meant to see it. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, I was meant to see it with someone, and then they just said, oh... They bailed. Yeah. But, you know, how how was it for you? Since no one bailed on you. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I liked Homecoming. Have you seen Homecoming, surely? Yes. Okay. Well, I would say it's about on par with Homecoming. I okay. like Tom Holland. I like this new Disney uh, M- uh, MC Universe Spider-Man. Um, is it MC Universe? MCU. MCU, yeah. What am I talking about? Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, that's right. I was like, where's the C coming from? Anyway, yes. I, I, I'm I'm liking this, um, this new Spider-Man. Uh... Yeah, it was good. I mean, look, um, if you've seen the trailer and you know anything about Mysterio, then you know that he's going to go bad at some point. Yeah. Um, and he does. And I thought Jake Gyllenhaal did a really good job. I won't spoil anything, but he did a fantastic job. It was exactly the sort of Mysterio that I think we all wanted to see. People who fans who've known about Mysterio for a long time and wanted to see him on the big screen. Yeah, we've never seen him in a big screen Spider-Man film. No, we haven't. So uh, I thought some of the... Because uh, Mysterio is all about illusions and, you know, making you, um, uh, well, illusions. So, yeah. what, what you see is not necessarily real and, and you're tricked into thinking that it is. So, yeah, there, there was some fantastic scenes involving a lot of the Mysterio um, trickery that he that he gets up to. So, that that was that was really cool. I, it, the after credits scene, because, I mean... With, wouldn't be a Marvel movie without an after credit scene. No, it really wouldn't. Yeah, it was... Uh, I'm just trying to think what it was now. I think it was... It obviously wasn't that. It didn't leave much of an impression if I can't no, even remember. Not. I think it was... Oh, no, I do remember it now. Yeah, no, it was It was, It was. was decent. It, it Actually, it didn't even really set up... It, it, if anything, it only set up another Spider-Man movie. It didn't really set up a, a, anything in the wider universe. So, okay. yeah, it was pretty good. And, uh, yeah, and it left me satisfied. I don't love these new Spider-Man movies. I don't think I've really loved any of the Spider-Man movies. I, I think the first one, the first Sam Raimi one, is my favourite, but I don't love it. So, yeah, I'd say it's a, a worthy outing. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, a good addition to the MCU. A good addition to the MCU, yeah. I like this new Mary Jane as well. I really like her, actually, and she's such a departure from the Mary Jane in the comics and in the previous films. And, yeah, she's completely different, but I really like her. I think she's the best one yet. Much better than the Kirsten Dunst one. Nothing against Kirsten Dunst. (laughs) That one probably was quite a bit more true to the comics, but this one is great. So, 
Yeah, oh, oh, part of the, the, the they've really got a lot more comedy in them. These new Spider-Man movies certainly a lot more than the well, either the Tobey Maguire or the Andrew Garfield ones. Jeez, these Andrew, Andrew Garfield ones are completely forgotten now. Aren't yeah, they? they pretty much are. Yeah, because I didn't mind Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I think most people were the opinion his Spider-Man was pretty good, but his Peter Parker was a bit whatever. And I remember. I, I'm inclined to agree with that. I think. I was really excited when they cast Andrew Garfield. I thought that was that was a great choice because he really does. Well, I don't know. To me, he he really looks the part of Peter Parker. Certainly, the Peter Parker I knew from mainly the animated series. Um, oh yeah, seemed to be more along the lines of an Andrew Garfield. Um, have you ever seen that Spider-Man Two Thousand? The one where he's got the it's set in the future and he's got a he's got like a little web cape, which yes. doesn't sound as bad as it. Yeah, I know. The it doesn't right look there. as bad as it sounds. Yeah, I love that show. Like the, he, he kind of to me looked more like that Spider-Man, which is my favorite kind of Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shame about those films, but yeah, n- neither of them were very good. They were pretty forgettable, both. Yeah. But this one was pretty good, and I like Tom Holland. He's my, maybe not the Spider-Man that I personally want. I'd probably prefer. As I said, that Spider-Man 2000, or even the Spider-Man that we got in the video game, the recent one, the PS4 one. I think I like that Spider-Man a bit better than this Tom Holland one, but uh, actually, no, I take that back. I like like Tom Holland better than the video game one, but, you know, it's a... I think it's probably the best Spider-Man we've had so far, all in all, in the cinematic world, at least. Okay. So, um... Oh, you still haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse, have you? Or did you say? No, I have, but that's Miles Morales, isn't it? It is, but Peter Parker isn't. Yeah, no, yeah. but I meant the yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Holland being the best Spider-Man, okay. not this the best Spider-Man film. Right, yeah. yeah. So you should see that, though. I will see okay. it at some stage, yeah. Very Miles good. Morales is in the game as well. That's right. He, he is, yeah. yeah. And you can play as him for certain bits. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. It's worth playing that game yeah. if you've got a PS4. Yeah, I don't have a PS4. Yeah, well, I do. <laughs> okay, so the other movie I saw... Uh, that came out kind of recently was the new Child's Play. Now, I'm very excited for this. I was excited because I'm a Child's Play fan. I've seen all of them, and it's one of those weird series that kind of gets good only at the fourth installment. <laughs> Not too many film series that are like that, but no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, so Chucky's gone from being. Uh, I think the first one was a relatively serious horror film. But from there, it's kind of gotten to be more of a parody of itself. And certainly now, the Chucky series is uh, totally aware that it's not scary at all. And it just tries to be more fun. Um, Which I think it probably should have done from the beginning, when your concept is a Well, it almost did. It, it Like, the first one is not that... I mean, no, I would say it's a serious movie, but it's not that serious. It's just a... It is a fun slasher movie. Yeah. But it, it just it embraced the silliness more and more until the fourth, which is Bride of Chucky, which is the one that I think is probably the most popular one. I don't know if that's completely true, but I'm pretty sure it is. Um, and that's where it really starts to go silly. I mean, even the title is just a, yeah. a spoof of Bride of Frankenstein. So, yeah. Uh, but this one, it's funny, this, this new Child's Play is a reboot and it's totally independent of the Child's Play series, which is still going. That's the, the, child, the Charles Lee Ray 
Chucky with Brad Dourif, that whole series, that's still going. So that oh, hasn't really? actually been cancelled. Yeah, that's my understanding anyway. Okay. This one is just a complete reboot. And it's actually, it, it has a different storyline. Um, not only is Mark Hamill playing Chucky, but in, in the original Child's Play and all the Child's Play series up to date, um, the Chucky is a doll possessed by a serial killer. And and yeah and and called Charles Lee Ray and you know there's voodoo magic involved which he, you know his body inhabits or his his soul inhabits this doll and part of the story is that he's always trying to leave the doll and inhabit someone else's body. In this one, um, there's none of that. the The Chucky doll is just a malfunctioning Chucky doll that that because that these new Chucky dolls it's a bit more like in line with today's world. The Chucky dolls have like Wi-Fi connectivity and they can operate other products that are. F- of the same brand. Okay. So they played around with that a lot. And we see right at the start, it's pretty much the first scene, we see this Chucky doll getting messed up intentionally by a disgruntled employee. So, um, yeah, so the, the Chucky doll is... Because the Chucky doll learns from his environment. Only this one has all the safety precautions switched off. So he just slowly becomes more and more psychotic and starts becoming evil and... Yeah, okay. It's like technology gone wrong, yeah, which is say, completely it different. Like the premise of like a Black Mirror episode. It does, yeah. Um, just not a particularly clever one, but yeah, it's uh, so it, it's fun. It's a really fun film. I'd say it's one of the better ones in the Child's Play series. I was actually kind of thinking on the way home from the film, thinking whether it could potentially be the best one. I think okay. it's right up there. Anyway, I do like the sound of that premise. Yeah, and even without Brad Dourif, and this is like the the. I th- one of the best things about Chucky is Brad Dourif's performance and 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 Charles Lee Ray and that whole that that character is just cool, but none of that's even in there. They they took all of that out of the film and and they still made it good. So I would say it's definitely worth watching. Okay. It's yeah. I mean, look, it's a it's a dumb horror movie and you're not going to get any more than that. But the, what's good is that the film knows exactly what it is. It's not trying to be really scary. It's it's just trying to be fun, and it is. Okay. It's not it's not silly like a Bride of Chucky, but it it is it it's it's aware that it's not ever really going to be scary, and it it is just fun to watch, and I enjoyed it. Okay, that sounds. A lot more appealing to me than some of the other Chucky films. Yeah, so I would say if, it wouldn't be a bad place to start if you want to, if you're at all interested in watching Child's Play. Okay. Yeah. Aubrey, Pla- Aubrey Plaza was good in it as well. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. All right, now I'll just quickly go over these two because they came out a little while ago. I saw Us, the film by Jordan Peele. Yep. Yeah, the second film by Jordan Peele. He did Get Out. And did that come out last year? I think it's two years ago. Okay, and it got nominated for an Oscar, didn't it? I think so. Yeah, I don't know if it deserved to get nominated for an Oscar, but Get Out was a good film. Uh, Us is... Uh, I, that, that was actually fantastic. I, I thought it was better than Get Out. I think he's really improved, and I, I'm, it's sort of exciting knowing that he's now a real presence in the horror genre, and I can't wait to see what he does next, because yeah. um, Us is a really good uh, horror thriller um, it's hard to speak about it without giving things away, to be honest. But uh, I would say definitely check it out. Okay. It, it, it's creepy, and it's it, it really kind of plays on your mind, to be honest. Like uh, after I found it a little disturbing. Like yeah. after after having watched it, it was uh, I, th- I, th- I was thinking about it a little while afterwards. Okay, yeah. So um, check it out if you get the chance. All right. Weird to think, you know, because you know. A few years ago, whatever you know, he was um, you know, John Peel was on Key and Peel, and it's just like, a skit comedy show. And yeah. now he's like this big, you know, 
the next big thing in horror, pretty much. Pretty, pretty, kind pretty of exciting, much is. Yeah. Exciting um, transition there. Well, I think he and Ari Aster, they're the two that have really come out in the last couple of years yeah. as the big names in horror. I'd say so. They yeah. seem to be the ones really, you know, making the big films that are kind of pushing the genre. Yeah, yeah. So, see us if you haven't already. Really good. Um, okay. Yeah, just check it out. Uh, the other one that I saw just quickly came out early this year, another horror movie, um, Happy Death Day to You. And you liked the first one, yeah? I did. It was a good, good fun film, Happy Death Day. I saw it while on holiday, and I saw this one while on holiday as well. So, And what were your thoughts on this one? Uh, not as good as the first. It, okay. Yeah, the first one really didn't need a sequel. It was a good, fun time at the theatre. Uh, I don't know how they managed to squeeze a sequel out of it. The yeah, it, I didn't even think it was that successful as a film. Oh uh, well, it, I think both are produced by Blumhouse, who okay. are notorious yeah. for their very low budget um, and high returns. So it probably didn't take much for them to create a sequel. Certainly, it doesn't have any big names. The first one, yeah, um, okay, that would make sense. Then. Yeah, so you know, um, yeah, I, I'd give it a miss to be honest. It okay. was the I, God, I, I barely remember the plot to be to be honest with you. It was. Uh, yeah, not worth seeing. But if you haven't seen the first, um, give it a go if you're in the right mood because I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. And yeah, it's a rip off of Groundhog Day just with a horror twist. But I mean, I mean that, it doesn't. That, that sounds really like like a fun premise. Yeah, and it yeah. is. So see that, but maybe don't bother with the second. Yeah, fair enough. You like your horror films, though, don't you? I do. I love horror. That's yeah. my favorite genre. So. Yeah, always all sorts of horror, whether it be us, which is a bit more serious and and a bit more psychological, or whether it be a child's play, which is more about having fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of horror, I, we're not that far away from Midsummer being released. Have you seen Hereditary yet? No, I haven't. I want to. I was thinking maybe I should watch that and then go see. Or maybe I probably should just watch Hereditary and try and because it's the same director, so I think maybe you know try and watch them back to back kind of thing, but. Probably should just watch Hereditary on its own. But still, yeah, I'm looking forward to Midsummer. It seems like people have seen it, spoken pretty good things about it. Yeah, I think it's, well, yeah, it's getting a fairly good reception. So I'm looking forward to that. Probably more than any other film for the rest of the year, I'm looking forward to Midsummer. So. And when's it out here? I think it's the 8th of August. 8th of August, okay. I might be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that's right. It sounds right. Yeah, we should definitely go see that day. Yeah, okay. It'll be good. Maybe we should have a Hereditary movie night as well. Yes, Hereditary, I'll definitely say that again. That's one of my favourite horror films. I, I'm really starting to think that it might be my favourite horror film. Okay. So, yeah, if you haven't seen that, please give that a go. That's a that's a gem. Yeah, and okay. uh, it'll get you in the right mood for midsummer. All right. Yeah. Okay, now, uh, another thing I've watched kind of recently and we kind of I kind of got to this a bit late because this happened about a month or so ago but I finally saw the last season of Game of Thrones oh, that's right you talk about it for a while you were catching up yeah I read the first two books ages ago I think I've said that on this show I read the first two books um, years ago and I never really bothered reading past it I just probably wasn't in the right mood at the time but just recently early this year I started watching the show and I've been able to binge all of it without having to wait for a new season so i probably had a bit of a different experience to people who had to wait season by season yeah. but yeah i just finished it the other week 
And you finished it as well, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what were your thoughts on the last season, and more specifically, the last episode? Uh, in general, I kind of felt like everything felt a bit rushed, and I felt that since about season seven, um, where it just felt like they were kind of speeding things along. You know, stuff like travel time and everything. You know, they can go from one side of the continent to the other pretty quickly at this point. Like it seemed like they were just trying to like really just finish it off and get it over with in a sense which is a shame because it is such a beloved show and you know it's um the last season didn't particularly like it i didn't hate it especially as much as some people did it's like there's definitely a good show in there somewhere but you know it's not there at the moment yeah um it's kind of a mixed bag for me there were a lot of things that i did like there were some really epic scenes and episodes like the i think the I don't remember what the episode's called, but the the battle against the Night King. Yeah. That was all pretty cool. I mean, it has been pointed out there are some really um, massive flaws in the writing, particularly Tyrion. Sorry, there's going to be a few few spoilers here. Tyrion sending everyone down to the crypt to wait out the the battle against the army of the undead. And they're well aware that they can raise the dead. Yeah. It was probably not a great idea. Um, even just the way they fought them by sending out the Dothraki yeah, first. It's just like... And then, yeah. you know, you think, oh, I guess that's the... There's no more Dothraki. But then, like, two episodes later, like, oh, there's still a bunch of them. Left. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Um, oh, we could nitpick this all day. I, yeah. I don't really want to talk about it to that extent. But, yeah, uh, it, I, I agree. The season felt really rushed. I was really disappointed with the ending. I was almost... I would almost say I was with it until the end. But, jeez, yeah. there were some shocking decisions made towards the end. Um, I'm still trying to get my head around Bran being named king. That yeah. just came out of nowhere. And Jon Snow being sent to the wall after all of that. And the fact that he was a Targaryen, did that did that mean anything in the end? Yeah, it, like, I guess it kind of did because it played into Danny's paranoia, but it didn't seem to really matter all that much. No. And that's what I mean by it just kind of seems like a very kind of rushed, wrap it all up kind of thing. Even though, like, I don't think any of where the characters necessarily ended would be bad places for them to have ended. But I don't think there was enough, you know, backing to that point. No. Like, that's the thing. Like, all of these endings could have been fine, but just not because it felt so rushed. You're right, and I think there's been a little bit of... I've sort of done a little bit of reading into this recently. I know George R. R. Martin was pretty annoyed with the way that it ended, and I think he was expecting 12 or 13 seasons. Yeah. Well, he said he had enough content for 12 or 13 seasons, and yeah, that's definitely. sort of what the initial plan was. But um, the two guys that are running, that ran the show... D&D. D&D. Um, they got some sort of offer to direct a Star Wars film, is it's that like, right? Oh, I think it might have been like a trilogy kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like the, you know, like the, the B Star Wars movies. Okay. So I think maybe they were just trying to, they wanted to go and do that. Yeah, wrap it up to this Star Wars thing. And I think a lot of people are really disappointed with that. Because yeah. this is, I think, is this one of the biggest shows of all time? Probably, yeah. Certainly they, in terms know, of rating. I guess fair to them if they want to finish it. Because they have been there, you know, since the beginning. Yeah, but could they but not like, pass it on to somebody yeah, else? that's what I mean. And it's like... It just feels a little selfish. I mean, I understand, you know, maybe Star Wars is something that means a lot more to you, but yeah. you'd think they'd be able to pass it on to someone else given there are so many people watching this show and that it probably deserved a good finish. Yeah, it's uh, just a bit of a shame in that case. There's, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people talk about it. There was a good video by um, Lindsay Ellis 
on YouTube, her it's part one. I part like two's her. not out yet. Uh, where yeah. she just kind of talks about a lot of those behind the scenes kind of problems and everything and leading up to it and some kind of general outlines of the problems with it. And I think she has probably next month or this month she'll have another video going into more detail about it. This is just like the primer video for that. Okay, cool. I might check that out. Yeah. I can uh, send the link. We can put that in the... On the attachment? Yeah. Okay, we'll actually do it. We always promise to do things. We did it last time. We did. I did, yes. I was was good like that. Yeah. Yeah. She has a few good videos. Their um, three-part series on The Hobbit is fantastic. If you ever want to know why those films are such a train wreck. Okay. I saw the first two, but I never really bothered after that. The third one, it's... um, I've read the book. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, definitely check out that video by her. For okay. insights into the Hobbit films. Yeah. Okay, now there's been a little bit of news. Now, this is so far off in the distance, I'm not, I don't know if there's much to say, but uh, there is going to be a reboot of The Matrix starring Michael B. Jordan. Now, I hadn't, I feel like maybe I had heard about this because it sounds vaguely familiar, but. Yeah, I heard it on a podcast and I looked it up and more or less, yeah, okay. that's what's happening. I think it's just been announced, so there's no real. Nothing else other than that announcement. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think we need a Matrix reboot, but... Oh, well, how many reboots do we need? Yeah, the, the, exactly. We don't need many of them, but I mean, I didn't think we needed a child to play reboot, but I, I enjoyed that film, so That's I'm not true. totally against the idea. Yeah. I think the Matrix is really cool, and I like the idea of there being a, a Matrix universe that can be expanded. And to be honest, I don't even really... I even like... I like Reloaded. That's, you know... Can I say that that's actually my favourite Matrix really? film? Yeah, I that really is like. A conf- 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 yeah, controversial. controversial opinion. Yeah, well, I don't care. I yeah. like it. It was just that's the second one. Yeah, I've seen that movie. Yes, I've seen yeah. that movie several times. I don't on DVD. I wore the hell out of that disc. Like I watched that over and over again. I really enjoyed the Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. I like it more than the first. Yeah. The, the the only one that really kind of let me down was the last one, Revolutions. I'm not. I mean, I think most people will find a lot that. of good things in Reloaded, like the highway scene like everyone loves that yeah no matter their opinion on the rest of the film they still love that so there is definitely things to like in that second yeah i think a lot of the main arguments or the main complaints about that film is that the fight scene involving the fight scenes involving neo don't hold a lot of tension just because he's so overpowered and yeah it's um like the the choreography is good but because there's no stakes that kind of makes it boring. But I just totally disagree. It reminded me of a few of my favorite episodes of Dragon Ball Z where you've got one guy that's just way stronger than the other guy and, that, and you know, everyone's yeah. just, like, struggling to even get close. And I know the Wachowskis are really... Um, they draw a lot of inspiration from anime. And, and you know, I feel like that, that really made me feel... Like, particularly when Neo fights um, Agent Smith... And it's just him versus all these Agent Smiths, and none of them can really even get a hand on him. Yeah, that uh, that really did remind me um, of some of the anime I've watched, particularly Dragon Ball. I think that's one of my favorite tropes in anime when just someone is just so ridiculously overpowered. Yeah, and it's like when you just like the build up to it, and then they just wipe the floor with the other person, like it's not even close. Like, yeah, there's just something very satisfying about that. Yeah, well, if you like that, watch uh, One Punch Man. Yes, that's. Uh, Have you seen that? I haven't. I know, apparently, the second season's not very good. No, I haven't I seen that. the second season, but the first season I really enjoyed. Yeah. So, I've heard a lot of good things about that. That is my watch list. Yep. Check it out. Yeah. I'm still trying to get through um, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Evangelion. Yeah, because that's on Netflix at the moment. Yeah. So if you haven't watched that, give that a look. 
but uh, I'm about two episodes off finishing that. Okay, yeah, I watched that a while ago. Yeah, um, and then there's know. also the film End of Evangelion. Got to watch that too. Now, they got rid of the Fly Me to the Moon song from that, didn't they? The credit yeah, song, so, Fly Me to the yeah, Moon. Yeah, and then there was... Um, there was some other scene changes that yeah, people were annoyed about. Because they redubbed it and people aren't really fans of the dub. Although the original dub was not particularly good. I, um, I don't even remember a lot of that show. And then they, um, they redid all the subtitles and a lot of people don't think they're particularly good. I was told by a big anime fa- fan a long time ago to not watch the show and just watch the movies. Um, That's interesting. I've heard a lot of people say like you watch, I think it's up to like episode twenty two or something and then you just watch the um film end of Evangelion. but what i seem because i you know do a little reading around to make sure i was watching right most people say watch the full show then watch the film because it's a different ending to the show using the film like the two separate endings so then have you gotten to the part with the monologues yet i don't think so okay well that's where i totally it, it ended very badly for me that show Okay. I just remember thinking, what the hell? Like, I, I actually turned it off halfway through the last episode. And I don't, it's hard to talk about it without spoiling it, so I won't. But okay. maybe next time we'll talk about that because, uh, yeah, it just went off in a really weird I, There is definitely one episode where I thought well, that was a pretty bad episode. I think everyone agrees it's the worst episode. It's like episode 10, and the whole thing just leads up to a sex joke. It's uh, where there's like the, the lava thing. Oh, I don't Thermal know. expansion is like the whole reoccurring joke. And then, like, yeah. Uh, I saw this years ago. I don't yeah. really remember. It was just, that was a bit dumb. But yeah, still, I'm enjoying it. Okay. It gets pretty dark at points, though, which what I heard is that it's quite dark and depressing. There's some parts where I'm just like, oh, God, that's uncomfortable. Uh, maybe I should. No, I'm not going to rewatch it. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, you know, if you've never watched it, it is on Netflix at the moment. So. Cool beans. All right, yeah. Damien. Well, that's about all I have to say today. Bit of a yeah. shorter show today. How long have we been going? Uh, just under 40 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought it'd be less than that. Okay. Well, yeah, we both forgot about the um, about doing the the game today, yeah. so uh, no game this week. But we'll 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 get on to that next week. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for listening. Um, if you like this show, you can fo- well, I'd say follow us on Twitter, but there's really no need. I'm just posting the episodes there, so just you can su- subscribe or rate and review us on iTunes. I can finally say that you can rate and review us on iTunes. Um, and subscribe, uh, and you can find us where all podcasts are found. Um, so get onto that. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.